Werabee. Therapy wherever, whenever. Hello, everyone. My name is Philip Anderson. Uh, I am a psychotherapist and the founder of Werapi. And welcome to Coffee with a Therapist, where I discuss all things mental health, depression, anxiety, and the like. And I do so whilst drinking a cup of coffee. It's morning here in Sweden. Uh, the weather is really nice outside. Uh, the sun is shining for once, so I am full of happy vibes. And today, the topic of the podcast is going to be how to fix your retirement for a better mental health. As you may have noticed, I'm going through the different age periods uh, throughout our lives and discussing how we are affected mentally by those periods. And today I thought I'd do uh, about 65 plus. Last week I did uh, between 50 and 60. Now I'm going to do 60 to 65 plus. So the retirement age. So without further ado, let's begin. So before I get into my first point, let me introduce the first country of my weekly therapy world tour, and that is French Guinea. So if you're from French Guinea and you want one free therapy session, then get in touch with me either through Instagram, therapy uh, underscore eng. Just write me in the messages there, or just send me an email to info at therapy.com. Um, for those of you who don't know, I do a free therapy world tour every week. So I visit or visit, I do video calls with people from three different countries. And it's my ambition to have a therapy session with one person from each country in the world. So we'll see uh, how far I get. Right now it's about this week. If I get one person, it'll be the 50th country. So that's quite a milestone. So let's get into it. Uh, I've got my notes here. Um, and I thought let's begin with the positives. Um, it might seem a lot of like there's a lot of doom and gloom in retirement. And especially when you're podcasting about depression, mental health. And uh, the focus tends to be on the negatives. But retirement, at least early retirement, can be quite an amazing time in our lives. Finally, we have some work-life balance or work, maybe maybe it's too much to the other side. <laughs> too much free time, but we physically, we're okay. Physical mental health in early retirement. Oh, what am I saying? Physical health in the in early um, retirement is usually okay. We can, we can do things most other people can do. Um, we're also stable in our economy as well uh, this might get worse the deeper into retirement we get but at the beginning we have we have our pension and we also have our savings and and we're quite quite comfortable in that sense and socially we're also quite okay we have we might have kids and grandkids if we're lucky and we have friends who are also reasonably healthy and reasonably okay yeah so so we have all these three different spectrums of our lives are in balance. Um, and th this is 
you know, one aspect of mental health. If, if one of these three aspects of our lives is less stable, then we're more likely to feel, um, we're more likely to slide into a depression. So retirement can be quite good in this sense. And um, it might actually be that uh, with all this free time, we end up taking on too much. We might be babysitters for our grandkids. We might also be in all these different kind of clubs, book clubs, activity clubs and the like. We might also be quite um, ambitious. We might actually have some part-time work that we're doing and the like. And this uh, could be a little bit tough. Um, in the long run, it might actually uh, affect us mentally yeah, uh, and physically, of course. Um, sorry about the brief interruption there. I had to pause because I saw my dog was chasing after another dog. <laughs> um, there's also uh, another positive aspect about um, about retirement and old age in general is that we we enter into this uh, transcendent. It's called uh, in Swedish. It's called gerotranscendence, so geriatric transcendence, yeah, where we um, we feel like we're getting closer to spirituality. Yeah? We might not be religious in the sense, but we feel like our uh, dead loved ones are actually closer to us. We feel like we can connect to them. We feel like we can almost like we can speak to them. And we're also a little bit more at peace with our own mortality and um, that death is getting closer and closer because we, we feel this innate spirituality. Um, and that is, that is why a lot of old people seem a bit calmer about getting old and about dying. Whereas a lot of young people, maybe people in their 20s and 30s, they have all this death anxiety. So that's another positive aspect about getting old and the retirement age. But now let's move on to some of the negatives. <sighs> so we're back. Yeah? And um, before I begin, let me introduce my next country in the Therapy World Tour, and that will be Indonesia. So if you're from Indonesia um, and you want one free therapy session, then just send me a DM in Instagram. Uh, so it's werapi underscore ENG, or just send me an email info at werapi.com. So, without further ado, retirement and the negative aspects. The first one is that we we feel like, or I always end up saying we when I discuss these different age things, and I'm obviously not a, a retiree, um, but um, so bear with me when I say that. Uh, retirees, they can sometimes feel like they have um, that their retirement has come a little bit too late to recover. Yeah, they might have had physically and mentally craving jobs. Um, they might have had very stressful jobs. And they it's almost as if they would have wanted a few years break there in the middle in order to resume. Yeah. But 
and now the retirement has come at 65 and it's gone from 100% work to no percent work um, so there's quite a shock there to the system and um, we have all this time to try to recover um, but we don't know what we're recovering towards yeah what am I meant to feel better in order to do um, and I'm also unable to feel better yeah because all of this these 40 plus years of work has been very draining on my body yeah um, and as I mentioned in the last period or maybe the first few years of retirement might be able to uh, one might be able to kind of keep up physically and mentally and and we also have a lot of uh, we have a good economy most of us uh, during this time and uh, we have a good social life and we're very active but but towards the end or not towards the end but after a few years we we end up this ends up petering out and we stay more at home we come become more passive we end up lying uh, in the couch watching tv all day that's why uh, traditional TV channels they schedule their uh, programs based on the age of their viewers so in the daytime it's a lot of more focus on retirees so we have the, the kind of morning news programs um, and maybe like uh, cooking programs during the day and we end up being indoors and especially if you're living in a country with a quite harsh climate then most of us stay indoors in order to in order to survive or survive or survive but it's it can drain us quite a lot if we're outside so we become a lot more passive in our retirement and this is part of a in in therapy we talk about a depression cycle yeah this is more maybe cognitive behavioral therapy but where we end up feeling bad about ourselves so we stay inside we lose uh, our social support network uh, we um, don't feel a need to go outside because we don't have a social support network so we get more depressed and then the circle just continues um, and so this is kind of a, a depression cycle which is starting at a different point. Uh, we don't have anything to do because society doesn't value us. Yeah? And that's one aspect as well. We, we don't feel like we're useful anymore. Yeah? We um, not only are our kids independent, our grandkids maybe need us less and less um, the older they become. Um, and society has long since not valued us. Yeah, they um, they haven't valued us since we started our retirement. Yeah, they just see us as maybe um, money bags where we can we can go spend money, but we're not valuable in in making money. Yeah, uh, so so we feel um, we feel like. We, we end up being at home. I, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought there. My, my dog is uh, saying hello to an old woman. Uh, I'll be right back.
There, I'm back. Sorry about all the constant interruptions. Um, I have my garden here in front of me and my dog is in the garden and an old, uh, very nice old woman passed by um, with a walking stick and my dog is very sociable and wants to say hi. Um, but I just wanted to make sure that he didn't, he wasn't too much because yeah. <laughs> he can be quite jumpy. Well, okay, back to uh, back to retirement and discussing how um, how it affects us. Um, and um, we're talking about how it can be quite hard for people to um, this lack of this lack of what do I call it? Um, this lack of purpose also kind of leads us to have a lack of agency yeah? we don't put value into our own lives because society doesn't value us yeah? it can be quite hard to see your own value if nobody else sees your value so we become very passive and we stay indoors and we watch tv or we we do something very simple and and in the long run this leads to us um being depressed yeah? we we don't really see um we don't really see now my dog is okay yeah um we we don't really see our own purpose and and this allows us to enter this depression cycle again and again yeah because we don't have that purpose and uh, this makes us feel depressed so we lack agency we become very passive in our mental state as well we don't give ourselves purpose and therefore we become even more depressed yeah so that's the um main way we become depressed during retirement um and we could before we had work also as an escape from uh, social problems uh, or social problems but maybe uh, work was an escape from issues in the family life or issues with our friends or or just other grievances in general and now we don't have that escape so we are faced with these grievances and that it also becomes kind of there we our passiveness becomes an escape so we kind of we we might just be at home and not tackle these issues yeah we also we also might be stuck at home with our life partner yeah who we might have not really connected to over these 30 or 40 years when whilst we were working because we we had so much else to do yeah so we might feel like all of a sudden that we we don't really know our partner anymore yeah or we have to rediscover them again and that that might be be a big burden a big hurdle for us to kind of overcome so there's a lot of different things which can lead to depression and work and our activeness in life and our uh, our purpose was also a way to distract ourselves from other problems and a way to give input into our lives and we don't have that anymore so not only are we more kind of susceptible to depression we are we are we 
we end up finding it ourselves, if you, if you understand what I mean. So that's the end of this section. And now I'm gonna go out, bring my dog back in so it doesn't distract me anymore. And I'm gonna talk about how to fix uh, mental health issues in retirement in the next section. So stay tuned. Okay, so now I'm back after having brought my dog in. Um, I hope the last section was comprehensible for you uh, and it, that I wasn't waffling too much or in my own head. Um, let's move swiftly on to how to fix uh, retirement. Yeah. But before that, let me introduce the third and final country and that is Cameroon. So if you're from Cameroon, and you want one free therapy session, just as you all know by now, go over, contact me, Instagram or email. Um, so, um, these are maybe kind of suggestions that uh, are more maybe on a political scale. Yeah. Um, one would be having a gradual retirement. Yeah. So it's not so much of a shock. Yeah. I don't really understand why you would have to retire at 100%, maybe we go down from, um, maybe we start a little bit earlier, yeah? but we go down from 100 to 80 to 60 to 40 to 20% over the years, yeah. Um, and I'm, I, I suggest that, um, I think that this would be doable, yeah. And I think if we have that option, um, ourselves if we work within an industry yeah. for example I work as a therapist I do have that luxury when I'm retiring that I could gradually retire um, and work less and less but I can also work maybe longer into my maybe 70s I might have to because the retirement age might increase but that's another thing um, but I think if if someone has that opportunity to maybe gradually um, decrease their work over say a 10 year span between 60 and 70, then I think that would um, help a lot actually. Um, and another suggestion is to have a flexible retirement age. Um, I know that in some countries you're forced to retire at a certain age. So if you're maybe 65, 67 then you have to stop working um, but um, being able to have a flexible retirement age uh, since we're all individuals we feel like um, some of us might have a lot of energy and and might feel like we're still maybe 50 when we're 65 and can work another 15 years um, whereas some of us might have had such a stressful or a kind of mentally taxing uh, life until that point that we feel like we're much older and we need to retire earlier. So um, being able to retire when you want to retire, um, obviously as the econom uh, economic aspect has to kind of fit in there, but being able to do to retire at an age of your choice would, would would do wonders for your mental health, yeah. Because um, a lot of mental health issues are are 
created a lot of mental health issues in retirement are created solely because we our agency is taken away our our value is taken away like this at a certain period of our lives yeah so 65 boom you go from 100% value to no value and that shock is what creates depression other aspects such as maybe like a, a day center which isn't a retirement home just like a, an area where retired people can go to to activate themselves as well as having maybe um, living quarters that are more conducive to being social and being integrated in, in life being able to live near um, near other retirees but also maybe near our kids um, being close to our grandkids proximity wise could uh, increase mental health yeah these are things that you could do as well so if you if you retire um, may like the idea of kind of moving out into a country in the sun um, that might seem good but you might also be far away from your social circle yeah uh, so and your social circle as I mentioned in the depression cycle uh, depression leads to us feeling depressed makes us more passive makes us more lonely um, so we choose to stay indoors and cut off our social network and our need for social network therefore increases and we get more depressed um, our social network simply put is very important for our mental health yeah and um, and that kind of that lifestyle by being kind of retiring and moving far away into some some better climate that might actually be work against our mental health even though we think it would be positive yeah um and having a stronger connection to community yeah and this this again is about being active versus being passive and maybe this is personality trait as well yeah but the the people who are more connected to their communities in their retirement age and are more active in their community uh, feel better mentally yeah they feel the purpose they they give themselves a purpose when society has taken away a purpose uh, or taken away their purpose rather yeah um, so it's about how active you are there um, but um, kind of immersing yourselves uh, in some sort of community program um, maybe doing something for charity or something like this and being active in your local community will give you a sense of purpose and will also raise uh, your or improve rather your mental health so those were the fixes I'll go through them again a, a gradual retirement flexible retirement um, access to some sort of day center or some area where you can go to and activate yourselves and meet other old people uh, and a more social living situation living closer to um, your friends your family your grandkids um, this aspect will also improve your mental health and also increasing your connection to the local community and through that increasing your purpose this will also improve your mental health and in the next section I'm going to talk a little bit about um, 
old ageism, how how discrimination against old people uh, leads to a worsening of their mental health. So stay tuned. So I am back, and um, before I begin, now I've I've mentioned the three different countries that I have therapy. Um, that are in my therapy world tour this week and um, I just thought I'd introduce my agony uncle section yeah so if um, if you have a life issue that you want me to um, talk about and reflect upon in a video then send it to info at therapy.com I'll keep your uh, identity your name and such out of it obviously when I answer but I'll post it on YouTube on social media so you can see it there so if you're interested in in having an agony uncle and you think that I might be a good one then get in contact send me uh, your um, send me an email uh, about your life situation and your troubles info at com. okay so old ageism yeah uh, a lot of people um, or society in general uh, can find it quite easy to kind of clump old people together, and we just think that they're um, they're people that are slowly deteriorating, don't have any real needs. They're they're kind of grumpy, <laughs> but, but this isn't the case. Obviously, old people are individuals too. Yeah, society has a, a big focus on young people and their needs because they can provide a lot more for society yeah they're they're um the younger generation is um is the thing that society is going to depend upon economically for the next 30 years so they they kind of put all their focus there yeah whereas the old people are just kind of taking money out of society and therefore they don't get that focus yeah so their individual needs aren't focused upon they they're just clumped together yeah um, and and obviously this leads to to feelings of neglect, yeah, um, which in the long run can can lead to a depression, obviously. Um, but it's easy to forget that old people, um, whether they live in a retirement home or they live by themselves or they live with their partner at home, they they have they have romances, they have passions they have also um relationship problems that they need to get over they have other mental health issues that are very similar to the mental health issues of a lot of younger people yeah they could feel displaced uh, they might have a migrant background and might feel displaced or they may feel um they may have some sort of existential issue which also a lot of young people have yeah but the we, we tend to forget this yeah and we tend to just clump them together and we tend to think that okay well since you're slowly deteriorating in your mental state then then your your emotional problems aren't as important yeah um oh it's okay um just just as long as you're fed and you're alive and you're you're warm <laughs> Uh, or comfortable rather then then that's okay yeah and we see that in a lot of 
old age homes as well. Yeah, the the physical needs are met, some sort of mental stimulus is met, but the emotional needs aren't really met. Um, uh, there are a lot of um, the the and when old people can kind of Im mention their emotional needs, they are seen as a little bit maybe frustrating. Yeah, because uh, if they mention them to workers at the old age, age home they might think well yeah i have the physical uh, needs of maybe 50 uh, people to take care of i can't really take care of your emotional needs right now yeah? and uh, likewise if uh, an old person brings their emotional needs to their their grown-up daughter or son um, they might feel like, well, I've got tons of work to do and I also have my children to take care of. I can't take care of my adult as well. Or, or what am I saying? I can't take care of my parents' emotional needs as well. So, so it's easy for old people to feel like they're a burden emotionally on other people. Yeah. And they're also kind of a burden. They also feel a burden in other more obvious ways but due to their physical deterioration. Yeah. Um, um, and this, this is conducive of people becoming depressed as they age, um, as they go into like the later stages of their retirement. Yeah. Um, there's also the physical aspect of... Of being a or the mental aspect of being aware of your physical deterioration yeah um, you're not being able to walk as smoothly as you could before you're not being able to talk as quickly as you used to be you're uh, you it's easier for you to get injured um, you might also maybe have some sort of um, some sort of illness that is uh, linked to age like dementia or or some other ailment uh, of the body and and you you're also kind of reminded of this since with all the doctor appointments and and all the kind of medicines that you might receive at the old age home um, or the nursing home or whatever and you feel like, well, now I'm tired of being sick and tired. I don't want to be reminded of this. Yeah, I don't want to have another appointment with my GP um, or with the physiotherapist because also I know that I'm not going to improve. I'm not going to become the young version of myself. Yeah, I'm just going to get older and more tired. So I'm going to give up here uh, and I'm going to be passive and I'm going to sit in front of my TV watch what I want want to watch and I'm not going to care about my legs which are um, getting less and less strong yeah um, or I'm not going to care about um, me um, having maybe having to face the fact that I'm gonna have to go walk or I'm walk sit in a wheelchair or uh, that I'm slowly going blind. I'm not going to care about that anymore. Yeah. So the frustration. You can hear the frustration in my voice when I'm saying this. Yeah. The frustration grows, um, and this frustration leads to a bitterness, which leads to a depression. Yeah. 
Um, so this is another um, weak point uh, in in when a weak point in our mentality as we age. So that's something to watch out for. So we've come to the end of the podcast. Yeah? If you like this podcast, then please rate it on Spotify or give it a thumbs up on YouTube. Um, and if you're if you're interested in a therapy session, just go over to therapy.com and book an online therapy session there. And if you're interested in mental health courses, then also go over to therapy.com and check them out. Otherwise, have a great day and take care.